Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. Extra, extra, yup, we've got a bonus episode with Ruth Brennan Mori. Stay tuned to hear more from this remarkable leader, doctor, and athlete. There were so many things I wanted to discuss with Ruth Brennan Mori, so it's no surprise that we had to extend our conversation to a fourth part. Yes, you heard that right. Four parts. You've learned a lot about her story and her journey, and we dove into a discussion on team culture. But part four is just as important as we talk about mental health and, of course, her insights for parents and young athletes. Let's not wait any longer and get right to it. One of the things that we've discussed is COVID, where young people are, and and you coach 13 and 15 year old teams, boys and girls, and you've got your clients that you coach as well. Where do you think we're at? What's the sense that you get with where young people are at just around mental health right now? I think that the last two years have been very difficult, I think for, for all kids. And when the pandemic started, I actually told a friend of mine, you know, I was not just worried about the kids who were most susceptible to mental health issues. I was also worried about those who are ultra resilient, typically those who are doing very well, those who, you know, have a great support system around us. I said, I'm a mental skills coach, psychologist, you know, have a roof over my head and um, a great family support system but I am also worried about myself and my own mental health. So I think that the last two years, we all as as individuals have been impacted and I feel it myself, but I think that the kids especially, they don't know where to turn when they need that help and they can't label what type of help that they need. I think we'll just see it in various behaviors, acting out, but also having kind of highs and lows of mood. And I think that um, it's difficult. And I think part of the navigation of, of being a coach is to be the observer on the sidelines and to note, bring up with, whenever you see a, um, a potential issue within a child. I'm sure you saw, but heartbreaking to see that we had three female college athletes over the last month and a half and all so accomplished. And, you know, you you hear so many of the same things. Oh, they had it all together and they were incredible teammates and didn't see this coming. What are your thoughts as a professional, you know, as a doctor, when you see that sort of happening in light of this discussion that we're having? I do believe that it's not select individuals that need support during this time. I think that we need to, as a collective whole, come up with an ongoing kind of support network and skill building that we can just infuse into our elementary schools, into our middle schools. This is just part of the program to go through an emotional mindfulness work or um, mental skills training to learn how our emotions function. You know, we have to learn what's happening within us, you know, in order 
to be able to live on a daily basis. I think that kids are not equipped to deal with their, their emotions, nor are adults, right? We don't know how to label our emotions. We don't know how to reach out for help. I think that we really need to take a step back and infuse things like mindfulness training, meditation into our earliest years. So it just becomes a skill like math, science, reading. And I really think that there are so many kids who are overlooked because we've already checked the box that they are, they are okay without asking them if they are okay. I had a player recently that I was worried about. There was some behavioral changes and more, you know, this player was just more withdrawn than she usually is. And so I reached out to parents the parent right away and just said, hey, this is what I'm noticing. And I'm just wanted to check this out. I think it's a responsibility as a coach to do that. And also just know that they're going, teens are going through a very difficult time right now. And that you're, the structure has to be different. Infuse more joy into your practices, right? Knowing that, that they're going through a hard time. What is one message you have for youth sports parents? I think the message both goes towards the parents and the coaches in that I firmly believe that parents are part of the team and I treat them as part of the team. Our relationship with parents as coaches, I believe needs to be just as solid as it is between us and their and their children and continually nurturing the parent coach relationship. I think that they trust coaches, but they just need guidance. They need guidance on how to behave on the sidelines. They need education on what is helpful for their child and why certain behaviors are not helpful. Like what developmentally is happening with their kid, what distractions they might have that emanate from their parents and how their parents can effectively support their child. Lack of knowledge, you know, leads to poor behaviors. I just think that parents want to be taught how to behave and why it's important to behave that way. just sharing this the other day, but part of that challenge is right now with one of my kids' leagues is parents are required to watch some, you know, 15-minute video about sideline behavior and, and interacting with, with refs and things. And, you know, typically you'll have those type things available or you'll host a forum to discuss that. But of course, the people who need it most are the ones who ignore it or don't show up, right? And I mean, it just that's such a recurring issue. You know, that we have not just around youth sports, but almost in anything, right? Anyways, the last thing I want to ask you, always ask my guests, what's one message you would want to share with kids who would look up to you? I think that the greatest thing that a coach can do for their players is to intentionally create the belief that the players have within themselves. I think that it is a coach's role to help them bring out that belief but I don't think that just telling a kid to just believe or just have confidence is an, an effective approach. I do believe that a coach's role is to teach a child what confidence is and how they speak to themselves and what that develops over time if they keep telling themselves these things. And I think um, belief in, in oneself is the most important thing with an athlete's mental development. Well, Ruth, I really appreciate your time, your insight. Uh, it was so much fun talking to you. Thank you. Really, really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Sean. It was great talking to you as you. Well.
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. If you have any comments or questions, visit my website, seankjensen.com and go to the contact page where you can even leave me a voice recording. Winning is not everything, but the three H's to be a real hero in life are hustle, humility, and heart. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, and we'll see you again next time. Oh,